You're back at the Magic Hour with Michael McCallum. I'm your host, Michael McCallum. This is an internet broadcasting podcast brought to you by my independent film company, Rebel Pictures, and the Michigan Business Network here in Lansing, Michigan. So we're kind of uh, in this remote, great coffee studio. Um, you could say usual coffee shop, but it's our studio for the evening, Blue Owl Coffee. So if you get a chance, listeners, and you're in the mid-Michigan area, definitely go check them out. Um, they have three locations, one in East Lansing, one in Rio Town, and this one in Old Town. So definitely check them out. Support your local businesses. Shop local, shop small. Um, so, Julian, we were talking, you know, in the last segment about collaboration. So talk to me a little bit about Tell the listeners kind of how you got started. What drew you to this <laughs> this crazy nomadic lifestyle of an artist? Well, um, it almost sounds like uh, <laughs> Bill Cosby albums that I used to listen to as a child. I started out as a child. <laughs> now, um, my mom, my mother, um, she was a teacher, and I had two older siblings had one uh, younger brother who passed away, George. Uh, but I wasn't old enough to go to school, so, um, you know, I used to stay home and watch Captain Kangaroo, and she used to teach me how to draw Santa Claus, right? And from that point on, you know, at that particular time, we had a black and white TV, but anything that came on television, I kind of drew. This oh. was before our kindergarten, so by the time I was in first and second grade, I was a class artist. I was drawing human uh, features of people, and my teacher would call my, my mom, like, you know, I had the children draw, but Julian, he's on a higher level, and um, <laughs> he's drawing, you know, hands and feet. They're drawing stick fingers. So um, growing up, I was always um, drawn to things that were on television, whether it be Disney. Uh, my mom bought me this big giant Disney book um, that's probably not in circulation anymore. Uh, but um, I was a big fan of uh, Walt Disney and all the illustrations, all the movies like that, drawing, uh, but not knowing that artists made money. I, I thought just the prestige of uh, being an artist was good enough. And maybe that we should have that today. You know, you're an artist, he's a famous artist, and everything is being given to you. But um, I really didn't start thinking seriously until uh, maybe my last year in high school where um, my instructors were trying to suggest, well, maybe you should go to this school. Now, I'm originally from Benton Harbor and St. Joe area, and uh, the University of Notre Dame is closer, and he suggested Kendall, which I did not know, and yeah. to further, uh, uh, you know, my, uh, my, my attention in art, but um, my thing goes, um, okay, I kind of, I saw hardly. Now, um, my parents passed away like when I was 20, you know, mm. in success. So death really played an important, important part. And um, I got married and raised kids and uh, worked for some pretty good um, companies like Whirlpool was down there. So um, I started doing art, art things on their walls, right? And they loved it. And they suggested I should come and finish out a degree so you can move on up. Like, well, I'm coming to Lance and go to Michigan State or whatever. And yeah. Here I am. That's how we you got know? you. <laughs> yeah. That's how we got you. Yeah, right, right. So, 
you know, Lansing was a little bit bigger, um, a little bit more affluent. They had arts, they had the arts, um, you know, people here, and they had LCC had, at that particular time, had some pretty good instructors. Dennis Preston yeah, was yep. one of them. Mr. Preston. Yeah, and uh, Norm Fries, who, who um, taught painting. So I kind of, like, went into the painting um, direction. Um, I did submit, you know, I, I tried to be like a Marvel Comics illustrator, but, and I submitted them, but they promptly sent them back, you know, and the whole business of getting into that direction had completely changed my mind about art. So I started painting and people started like, well, what's this? How much is this? How much is that? Okay. So, and that's kind of cool because if you would have, you know, gone to work for Marvel comics, that would be great, but you might not have gotten into painting or it might've been way down the road that you even got into that. I tried to, this is so unique. I'm telling you just being here at the, uh, Blue Owl. My studio used to be right next door. That's what you were saying when we were coming and, in. Um, but at the time, I had a family and I was working for UPS. UPS, United Parcel Service, pays pretty good money to drivers. So um, I had rented out the studio and had all my paintings, had a reception. Uh, Robert Busby, uh, yeah. who owned the Creole, was a good friend. Yep, the late great. Um, he allowed me to, uh, when I had reception, he would allow me to warm up the food for my reception. And I showed at the Creole Gallery, Robin and I were real good friends. And uh, he, when he would go to New York, he'd leave me the keys, you know, and especially during jazz fest, he'd take off, right? Yeah. So um, working for United Parcel Service and being a full-time artist, it just drew. <laughs> and uh, we split ways, United Parcel Service and I did. So I was able to put more time and work into the art business, that type of thing. It's just, it's, it's cool to hear though. I think it's important for listeners too that are thinking of, you know, getting into to the artistic field or that kind of any of those endeavors and you are going to get doors shut oh, on you. definitely. You're going to get used to saying, hearing no, right. you know? And uh, I think it's really cool that, you know, that would have been really neat to go work for Marvel Comics and draw, you know, create some of those characters or work on some of those iconic characters. But just because that door is shut, you didn't take it as like, oh, I can't do anything now. And it kind of drove you to kind of pursue and make your own path. Oh, definitely. That's the, that's the truth. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Um, you, you, you know, Lansing is not the, uh, well, maybe now because everything is shut down. But, <laughs> you know, Lansing at that time wasn't the, the art capital of the world. So um, I got more into the art, started painting, and tried to get in, into the business end of the art business, which means reproduction, uh, getting into galleries. Um, I've submitted uh, my work uh, to other galleries across the country, and lo and behold, it worked. Um, in fact, when they started contacting me, I thought it was a joke. Like, you know, you, you get scams, right? Oh, so sure. I got this uh, the gallery in New York asking me, like, hey, we'd like to represent your work. I didn't answer them back for a couple months until they, like, sent the last letter, like, this is our last time trying to contact you. So <laughs> um, I found out that they were for real. And I'd been to New York previously because my younger brother uh, lived in um, New York, right? And I'd always hang out. Uh, I'd go to New York. 
And uh, my nephew used to play for the New York Jets, right? Oh, wow. That's right. So, you know, New York was cool. So in that vein, I would always try to um, expand my art in, in bigger cities and galleries. Not, not saying that Lansing wasn't that. You try to do everything, you know, locally. You try to expand your work, you know, outside the territory of your hometown. But New York is New York. Miami is Miami, New York is New York. I'm going to tell you, they can eat you up and spit you out. I can tell you that. But I always And not tell, even think twice about it. No, no, no. Y'all, I tell people, um, you know, try to push your stuff, but stay true to your art. Because there's a lot of good people in the art business, including yourself, um, oh, thank that you, produce sir. art. And you do it not trying to be... Um, standing outside the frame of your friendship with that group you, you collectively work with each other to expand and to help someone um that are trying to, to do their work there's a couple of young artists um that 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 here in lansing uh milo lynn she's one and um the other one i can't think of the name but they're doing some extraordinary work as some young artists and i always try to get with them um brian whitfield um, you know, man, what a great job he's doing at the murals, man. We, we, we know each other. Brian yeah. Snyder is another artist. You have a lot of murals around town, too. It's so cool to, to be able to see some of those and see, see your signature on them and go, man, that's one of Julian's. You know? I think, thank you. But, you know, as artists, we always like to hear that. But over time, as an artist, you start thinking of the next project. So. Sure. Always like, hey, you guys do the mural stuff. It's <laughs> well, what, what's the quote is like, uh, you know, look forward, not behind. That's, That's not true. the direction you're going in. So. Right. Because, you know, we're going to be dead one day. You know, all the great artists, whether they be, be the Picassos or, you know, the Gauguins. Yeah. That's what. They're in the ground right now. And we will, too. And someone will be fighting over the work that we produce or the ideas that we've given. So I try not treat it as an ego type of thing because, I mean, you run into some artists, like, their art is so precious. Like, you know what? You know, you, you're going to be dead one day and your family's going to be fighting over your experience. Right. So don't think so highly of yourself or your art. And, um, you know, I, I heard, I've had people come up and compliment my work. I, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I can get. I mean, if you want to buy it, that's fine. Yeah. But it's not that precious that um, I can't help you to um, live or if you need some food, that sure, kind of sure. thing. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not that type of artist. No, definitely. Um, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to be back with Julian Van Dyke talking more about I, art, life, everything. And uh, we can see from the listeners and take a... Maybe a running bet if I've cut my ear off after this segment into the next one. So, The Magic Hour with Michael McCallum, Rebel Pictures, Michigan Business Network. <laughs> 